In this bulletin, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese holds bilateral talks with his New Zealand counterpart. The opposition criticises the federal government for stalling on joining a Red Sea task force. And in sport, Manchester City ease into the Club World Cup final. With the latest from the SBS newsroom, I'm Sam Dover. New Zealand Prime Minister Chris Luxon has arrived in Sydney to meet Prime Minister Anthony Albanese and discuss the two countries' security and economic relationships. Prior to the trip, Mr Luxon said greater focus is needed on improving the business environment in both New Zealand and Australia. It's Mr Luxon's first official visit to Australia since becoming Prime Minister, with talks expected to focus on regional security and cross-Tasman trade. And the Northern Territory Labor factions are searching for a new leader eight months out from an election, after Chief Minister Natasha Files quit over undisclosed shares in a mining company. Ms Files said her undisclosed shares in South 32, the world's biggest manganese producer, had fallen short of her own standards. NT Treasurer Nicole Manison returned from holiday in Bali to stand for the leadership, with Infrastructure Minister Joel Bowden and NT Attorney General Chansey Paik also in the leadership mix. But Northern Territory Opposition Leader Leah Finocciaro told Sky News a change of Labour leader isn't going to solve the current issues in the Territory. Ultimately, Territorians aren't silly people and Labor have been treating them like fools for a very long time. We've got skyrocketing levels of crime, an economy going backwards and a Labor team who have been dogged by scandal, particularly this year, who simply can't get on top of the issues that are important to Territorians. And so a shuffling of the deck chairs isn't going to breathe new life into this government. Meanwhile, Australia has joined 44 nations in condemning the recent Houthi militant attacks on commercial ships travelling through the Red Sea. The condemnation follows the United States' launch of a 10-nation task force operation to safeguard commerce in the passage. Assistant Defence Minister Matt Thistlewaite has revealed Australia is still considering whether or not to join the task force, which would require Australia to send warships into the region. Deputy Opposition Leader Susan Lee has criticised the delayed decision. Why is it taking so long to give our allies the response that they deserve? Is it because we lack the will? Is it because we lack the capability? Which is it? Why is it? This is weak and indecisive from our Prime Minister. We used to show up. We used to be there with our allies when they needed us. We used to support international efforts such as these. Our allies deserve us to be honest, upfront and responsive. And over in the United States, the Supreme Court in the state of Colorado has disqualified former President Donald Trump from the ballot in the state's presidential election over his role in the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol by his supporters. The ruling makes Mr. Trump the first presidential candidate in U.S. history to be deemed ineligible for the White House under a rarely used provision of the country's constitution that bars officials who have engaged in insurrection or rebellion from holding office. The current ruling applies only to the state's March 5 Republican primary, but its conclusion would likely also affect Mr. Trump's status for the November 5 general election. 
And back to Australia, business owners in Cairns say flooding in the region has dealt a blow on business, as their usually busy Christmas period is being hampered by floodwaters and airport closures. As farmers expect the flooding to take a heavy toll on their crop productions, other businesses also fear the cyclone and flooding will slow tourism into Queensland as holiday-goers fear travelling into the affected areas. One business owner in Cairns says his reef cruise business has suffered great losses in recent weeks. Yeah, well, we haven't had full operations since the 7th of December. That was in the lead up to Cyclone Jasper and then obviously the rain event afterwards. So uh, today's the first day that we're getting back to full operations. So there's been a huge impact on our business. We've probably lost uh, something like 3,000 people that we would have carried over that period. So you're talking in excess of $600,000 uh, in terms of revenue that we uh, won't receive. And in sport, Manchester City have eased into the final of the Club World Cup with a comfortable 3-0 win over Japanese side Urawa Red Diamonds. Without Erling Haaland, the Champions League winners needed an own goal to launch their campaign in Saudi Arabia, but second-half strikes from Mateo Kovovic and Bernardo Silva saw them stroll to victory. Having already added the European Super Cup to last season's treble, City will now have the chance to claim a fifth trophy of the calendar year when they face Brazil's Fluminense in the final in Jeddah. I'm Sam Dover, and that is the latest from the SBS Newsroom.